everyone. I am Emily Landers, and this is How'd She Do That? A podcast answering that question each episode. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. You may have seen this is a TSC recap. The Southern Sea hosted us in Sea Island, Georgia at the Cloister, and I cannot wait to fill you all in in every single detail, every element, I am so excited to share a little bit more about my experience. Now, I didn't go to this conference thinking I would be doing any kind of podcast update on it or bonus episode um, because I really didn't know what I was stepping into. But because of how incredible the experience was, I'm going to dedicate our upcoming bonus episodes to conversations with other attendees who I either knew previously through Instagram and was able to meet at the conference, or perhaps I met them at the conference, I really want to share with you all who weren't able to be there the experience of what it's like and also share what I learned. That's going to be the main hope behind this little mini series. It's likely going to run through February, if not into March, likely into March. (laughs) But we're going to talk about what we learned. We're going to talk about the lessons that were shared. And I'm very hopeful that it's not only, um, you know, great insight into the Southern Sea and perhaps we can see you next year at this incredible conference. Um, But I hope that it's a way to continue the relationships that I built. Um, And selfishly, I hope that it is a little bit of um, an accountability project that as ladies who were there, we can share this um, and record it and really remember the takeaways that we had from last week. So I hope that you guys feel welcome. This is an invitation. If you weren't able to be at the conference and you want to hear more about what it's like. Um, That's going to be a key theme. I think we're going to touch on a lot of different entities. And hopefully, if you've been on the fence about joining or about, you know, seeing videos and whatnot, that's great. If you've never heard of this conference before, I still think you're going to get a lot out of these bonus episodes because it's going to be with likely women you you may already know, um, incredible ladies that that attended. And it's going to be really helpful, I think, to any businesswoman to hear, you know, the buzz around what we've all been learning. So that is the hope and heart behind these upcoming episodes. Like I said, I had no idea that I would find such inspiration and encouragement at this conference, but I didn't know that things like this existed. And I guess maybe I've been living under a rock. I've been to conferences before um, with different industries. (laughs) I'm laughing because the industries that I have been to conferences with, it was nothing like this conference. It was, you know, it was the conference kind of, I don't want to say the word, go as far as to say nightmare, but it was um, not a conference that I was necessarily, you know, really eager to get to and then do a whole podcast series on. So Anyways, this is going to be a super fun mini series. Today's episode is just me chatting. I'm going to give you guys the details as to what it looked like for me to get to the summit, how I heard about it, my key takeaways, my favorite things. Um, And then I'm also going to share my action items. So this, like I said, is a little bit of an accountability element for me to really think through, okay, what is it that I now need to do? What are the takeaways that need to get me into high gear and, and get this thing moving? Okay, you guys. So 
without further ado, let's dive in. I do want to say this conversation um, and this specific episode with with myself just filling you guys in, you're going to hear some themes uh, in the upcoming attendees episodes. They're going to be very structured um, and they're going to be really helpful to you. That's my hope. So do let us know if there's any questions that you guys have that you feel aren't being answered as we have these conversations just let me know. Perhaps you've been on the fence to coming, or perhaps there's just an entity that you want to know about. Let us know. A quick, quick thank you and update. Um, I just wanted to say thank you guys for the well wishes as I was stuck a little bit (laughs) with the Dallas snowstorm. Um, My mom and grandma were so sweet to travel all around the world. And then I was able to get to Cabo where my husband and uh, my in-laws were waiting, which was really, really fun. So back home in Los Angeles, head down, ready to go. So grateful to Cherie and Whitney, who are the founders of the Southern Sea. Um, Wow. I mean, the summit was incredible and to have met so many amazing women. Um, I mean, I I have been teasing when friends have been asking me about the conference. They're like, oh my gosh, Emily, it looked amazing. I'm like, you guys, I don't want to be dramatic, but it was kind of like, I don't, I mean, maybe life changing. I, 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 I just felt like I left the conference and was like, wow. You know, I found women who think exactly how I think. <laughs> I didn't know they were out there. And it's the the buzz or the hit that you get from entrepreneurship, I think. So anyways, if you guys were at the conference and you're listening, um, I hope we had a moment to say hello. There were so many women that I wish I had had more time with. Um, but alas, perhaps it will be next year that we can connect. Well, many of you has, have asked, one of the first questions that I've been getting around the summit and around the conference in and of itself is, Emily, how did you even hear about this? How did you get involved? What does this look like? I feel like I am um, a great example of the most random invitation in the world. So basically, I have been um, setting up podcast guests, as you guys know, and I had a listener who recommended Caroline from LCB Style. Caroline is a listener of the podcast, I would later find out. And we were scheduling her upcoming recording um, so that she could join me on HSDT. And in doing so, she was so sweet, so kind to say, hey, Emily, have you ever heard about this conference, uh, the Southern Sea? I think you should attend. So many of your guests are going to be there. And at that time, I am in Dallas um, visiting my parents over the Christmas holidays. And I'm like, mom, what do you think about going to Sea Island, Georgia? And do you think that grandma could come? Because there's like a conference there. And I think some of my podcast guests are going to be there. Like, what do you think? And to my utter dismay, my 84-year-old grandma said, yes, I'll go. And my mom was like, sounds great. Would love to see Sea Island. And my husband was down. He's like, you got to go for it. And I emailed Caroline. I'm like, I'm coming. (laughs) And I, I don't, on her end, she was probably laughing and so excited. And now we're, you know, going to be great friends. But it's just amazing to think. I don't really know what um, clicked for me. I think I think the allure of meeting my guest in person, I think really just the need to get this thing to become a business, that was my hope in going to the conference. My, my hope was I've got to figure out how to make this a business. I love it so much and I'm making no money and in in my current season of life, time is really money. And so I need to figure out what this could look like. Um, and so I think that's what propelled me into, I've got to go. I've got to commit to this. And it sounds like some of my podcast guests will be there. 
I'm going, I'm going to go. And so that's how I was originally connected to it. Now, little did I know (laughs) what I was going to experience or what I was getting myself into. But that's, that was my original hope is I've got to figure out how to make this a business. I'm very happy to say, and we're going to unpack some of my takeaways as well as my action items. Um, I'm very happy to say that, that I, I definitely know how to make this a business at this point after brainstorming with amazing women at the conference. Well, I'm always curious with something like this with a conference and the commitment of time. I'm always curious what it looks like for people to get there. So just briefly, I will share for me, it looked like a Tuesday morning flight out of LAX, a very early morning drop off um, that my husband was so kind to uh, participate in in dropping me off over at LAX. And then I actually had a layover in Atlanta um, on Tuesday afternoon because there's no direct flights from LAX to Jacksonville. So I did Atlanta to Jacksonville and then Jacksonville is about an hour, 10 minute drive from Sea Island and we stayed at the Cloister. So that's where the conference has been for many years. I believe it was in Palm Beach at some point. I'm not a history buff on the Southern Sea, but perhaps some of my other attendees that will welcome on can, can share some of those details with us. But but in the past few years, it has been at the Cloister, which fun fact, I accidentally called the Oyster to someone. So if you get confused, just blame me because that was pretty funny. So we checked into the cloister, not the oyster, other also known as the oyster. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, that evening, Tuesday night, and my mom and grandma in tow. It was so much fun. And I have to say I had the most warming um, and most welcoming experience in, in getting there uh, at the front desk. There was a gift waiting for me from Match South. You guys should go and check out my friend Megan's company. It's beautiful. What they're doing is super cool. Um, and so you got to go check it out. I'm not going to say anything else. Just go check out Match South. Um, and I had the nicest note from Megan, who is a listener and also is hopefully joining me on an upcoming episode. Hint, hint, wink, wink. But to immediately have that welcoming gift. And I, I just I, I just felt so um, excited about about the next day. And I, I was very eager to get things going. So I think my biggest fear in going to the conference that I was going to run into someone that I should have known their name. And maybe we had corresponded on Instagram. Um, and I, I didn't recall their name. I'm so happy to share that never happened. It's very natural to meet your Instagram friends in real life in my experience. <laughs> And um, it, it was just so amazing. The first person that I was able to run into who's going to join me on one of these mini episodes was Lisa Kirk, who was there on behalf of her new shoe line. I'll let her share more. Um, but Lisa was so kind. I mean, we ran into each other and just kind of squealed like, oh my gosh, I hello, I can't believe it's you. I can't believe it's you, which was so fun. And my first experience in getting to meet a friend from you know the online world right there in front of me in real life. And I was able to debrief with her and say, okay, what are you thinking? What are you doing? Um, and it was so funny because when I ran into her, I was in workout clothes, which I was trying to avoid literally seeing anyone at that point. I wanted to be all glammed up when I saw everybody. And so we kind of laughed at that because later on we, we reconnected. She was like, you had a makeover. I'm like, yes, I did, which was really fun. So right off the bat, just felt extremely welcomed and was so grateful that that in my personal experience, meeting, meeting the the ladies that I, that you know listen to the podcast that have come on the podcast it was unbelievably warm and everyone was so generous um, in welcoming me and welcoming the podcast to, to this conference so that was my personal experience and uh, I absolutely 
loved it. Who was I most excited to meet? I was really eager to meet my podcast guests and I was thrilled to be able to do so. I was able to meet Maggie Cavigan, who's one of my all-time faves. She was so early on and I, I just so appreciate her uh, support. Morgan Hutchinson of Buru. She's incredible. She and her husband, Brett, are amazing. Love connecting with her in real life and hopeful to do so again in Los Angeles. Kate Stewart from Bobble stockings is just as energetic as you would think and hope um mckinsey from noble 31 where i can tell we're going to be close friends likely do something in the future together she's just so just a wealth of knowledge and is from fort worth so there's a lot of connect there and then oh my gosh margaret and jamie the j lowry ladies i actually am (laughs) obsessed with and then so many other women that i didn't even know i was going to be able to meet and we became such kindred spirits over our time together I, i i really cannot tell you how amazing it is if you're an entrepreneur to be surrounded by other entrepreneurs and to be bouncing ideas off of each other. That was pretty much every topic, like lunch, dinner, you can just say whatever you need to communicate and whatever questions you might have. And someone at the table is going to give you a great idea. Maybe they've been through what you're going through. It was amazing. So that was my main hope. My main hope and expectation was to meet my previous podcast guests, but I had no idea that I was going to meet so many of you, so many listeners, and so many new friends, which was incredible. Many of you have asked, you know, what do the different activities look like? So I'll share briefly, my favorite activity was likely the mentor lunch. So you get to go through all of the different mentors that are going to be at the conference, and you're able to choose a group to join. Really, you can't go wrong. They're all amazing. Personally, I wanted to speak with Lydia Finette, who is is an auctioneer. I've been saying auctioneer S. That might not be the right way of saying it, but I have enjoyed using that word uh, at Christie's. So she has been at Christie's for some time, years. Think over twenty, um, and is an incredible speaker. Uh, extremely poised, gracious, beautiful. The list goes on and on. So I was very eager to have some of her rub off on me, <laughs> and that was one of my favorite experiences. That mentor lunch because we were all able to ask questions, um, be vulnerable with each other, share you know the season of life that we're in. I'm so incredibly impressed with the mothers that come to the Southern Sea uh, to the Southern and really open up with one another and explain, you know, what does it look like to have childcare and have a business or to not be able to find childcare at this season and what does that look like and so that was definitely my favorite kind of activity that that the conference was able to put us in these groups, smaller groups, uh, connect with a mentor. And Lydia was so gracious; she answered all of our questions in detail. I mean, even personal questions that we that we would ask. You know, what does your team look like? Who's helping you? Those kind of things that you see women in really powerful positions that are doing well. It's like, okay, what is the team around you? Who do you have? What do you delegate? And she was so gracious to kind of let us in on the insight there. One takeaway that I had from that conversation that was mind-blowing to me, and when I say it out loud, it's going to be like, Emily, that's kind of embarrassing that you weren't thinking about that. But I was asking her, you know, how does she get connected to different speaking opportunities? Because I'm continually told that I have a voice for podcasting, you guys love my voice. Um, that's that's the feedback that I get. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm in the right field, but it sounds like that's what I need to utilize more. And Lydia's point, which I thought was fantastic, was you're a speaker if you speak. So 
for me, the podcast is going to be my main entity of speaking weekly to you all with guest episodes. But where are the other entities that I can step into that will not only bring, uh, you know, uh, new listeners to the podcast, but also allow me to continue to bloom, which by the way, was the theme of the conference, um, as a speaker, as a panelist, perhaps, as a moderator, what could that look like? And I just love that sentence that she said, you're a speaker if you speak. Um, And lo and behold, after that conversation, I actually had a woman reach out for a business group uh, that's hosting a luncheon and I might be speaking at it. So that's the kind of thing that I think I've been so head down in highlighting my guest and almost almost being like a, a PR team for guests when they come on. I love highlighting my guest. And I hadn't ever turned it around and thought, okay, how can I how can I be a separate entity of Emily as a speaker? And what would that look like? And what would it look like as another source of income? So I thought that was incredible advice. Um, And hopefully you guys, if there's different podcasts that you think, um, you know, I should pitch myself to, let me know. And that was another thing that I really learned and honed in on was pitching myself. I've been pitching, you know, myself to guests for them to come on, but then to pitch the podcast to writers and freelancers and, and things like that. There were just so many things I had never thought of, but it all makes sense as you continue to keep the ball moving, the ball rolling forward. There's so many different entities that you can kind of be, uh, I don't know exactly, uh, killing a bird. Well, I hate that saying, you guys know what I'm saying though, like continuing the momentum and having a lot of, um, why am I thinking those are random examples? You know, having so many lines out. Okay, you guys know, whatever, we're moving on. You know what I'm saying? Um, And just, there's just so many things. Oh my gosh, so many things. But I really, really, I truly enjoyed the mentor luncheon with Lydia. It was fantastic. Um, One of the questions that I'm going to be asking gals who are going to join me on this mini series is, you know, who was your favorite speaker? I really enjoyed every speaker, but of course, I felt specifically connected to my previous guest, Mary Huddleston, Maggie Gavigan, and Morgan Hutchinson. Um, I found all of them to be extremely dynamic and fun and very insightful and lots of encouragement there. So that was really fun to hear those ladies and see them on stage after hearing them on the mic for their podcast episode. I think one thing that really stood out to me um, that was a lesson, it was probably the greatest lesson that I walked away with, and we'll close here shortly. Um, I had been at this conference, we're there for three days, and you feel like you are drinking out of a fire hose. I mean, I don't think I slept most of the nights that I was there because I was just, my mind was reeling about all the things that I wanted to do and all the things I wanted to implement. And okay, I got to send out this pitch. I got to finish this, you know, idea. I've got to do this and that. So there were so many things that I just felt like I was literally drinking out of a fire hose. Um... And that was kind of the the momentum I was going to on Friday. Like, I've got so many things to do. I've got so much stuff. But it was incredible because on Friday, Morgan and Brett from Buru spoke. And Brett said something that was so insightful and so encouraging to me as I felt that my momentum continuing to almost be overwhelming. The amount of things I felt like I needed to do, the amount of people I needed to reach out to, the updates I needed to make. Brett said, um, and for those of you who don't know Morgan and Brett's story, you guys need to go and listen to her episode. He mentioned, you know, for them as a family, they've chosen to do this business and this entrepreneurial 
endeavor together as a family. And they have three young children. And he mentioned that he knows, uh, you know, that pretty much anything from the business to, you know, traveling, it's going to take them about three times longer. You know, they're going to be slower. It's going to be slower moving just because of the season of life that they're in and and with children. But that's their choice and that's their hope for their brand and, and this season of life. And he made a fantastic point. He said, you know, three to four years, your business is not going to grow exponentially. There's not going to be, you know, a trajectory that's just totally insane for a business within a three to four span of time. Now, of course, there's exceptions, but for the majority, you know, season of life, three to four years isn't going to make or break your business. And he said, so what's the rush? And I have chills as I'm saying that right now because I felt such an immediate amount of peace when he said that. I It just hit me right into the heart. I almost said in between the eyes, but really to the heart, <laughs> to the core of it all. I felt like, what is the rush? What is the rush? There's no rush. And he even made the point, you know, of... Um, and Morgan made a really funny point that I'll share as well. But he, he made the point, you know, there's all these 30 by 30 lists. 30 by 30, so what? So what you didn't do something before you're 30, you know? So what you didn't do this before X, Y, Z? And Morgan talked about how she said that she would stop modeling her clothes when her knees got got saggy, talking about just like, you know, what it would look like for her to continue on and, and, and model the clothes. But to their point, it's like, what is the, what are these, to her point, what are these silly timelines? And she mentioned, she said, that's so silly now, you know? to think that way. Um, what are these silly timelines that we put on ourselves? And I really took a deep breath when they shared that. And I thought, wow, I love that I can take hold of that with all the excitement, with all the buzz, with all the upcoming collaborations and all the upcoming guests and all the PR teams that reach out to how she do that podcast and all the hopeful sponsors. Ah, oh, what's the rush? Why not enjoy this season of the podcast, get to know you guys, my OG, my original listeners, my original guest, and just learn and just enjoy. It was such an incredible moment for me to really not even like hit the brakes, like the momentum and the excitement and all the things I want to do with the podcast. It's all still there, but Brett's example that they have with their family is one I'm going to hold on to forever. So that was, and as someone who hopes to be a mom someday and hopes to step into that season of life at some point, you know, it was just everything I needed to hear. So Brett, Morgan, thank you guys for that. That was my greatest lesson, my greatest takeaway from the conference with all that I want to do. What's the rush? We're, we're going to get there regardless. Okay, we're going to get there regardless. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys. Well, we're going to close here with two other thoughts that I have. I really, uh, even as I read this question, I'm like, oh shoot, am I really doing this? Am I really doing this? But I am. I am. This is going to be a little bit of an accountability. This is going to be a kind of a vulnerable moment to say, hey, what what are the action items? What are my action items um, that I'm going to kind of share with you guys? Um, and for those of you who are listening, perhaps, you know, this is something that can be helpful um, to you. If you're looking for action items, maybe you weren't able to be at the conference. These were my takeaways. Okay, you guys. So 
For me, I'm going to finalize my price for ads and I'm going to send that to PR companies and brands that have already asked for it. I am like sitting on potential sponsorships and that's not okay. I've been so concerned about the price point, but I've, I've, got it figured out. I've got some comparable prices. I've looked at our numbers, that kind of thing. Um, numbers of listeners, our engagement, you know, what this all looks like. And I feel confident in the number that I've come up with. So I'm going to finalize that. I'm going to finalize my price point. And then, like I said, there's PR companies that have asked for this. And there's also brands that have asked to see what it looks like to sponsor an episode. Um, another thing that's kind of fun and full disclosure here, I think what'll be best is monthly sponsorships. Um, because then the sponsor can get more bang for their buck, the brand, they're going to be able to, you know, be more involved uh, with a, a monthly sponsorship versus a one episode sponsorship. But the coolest thing I think about podcasting and specifically the community that we're creating here is it's up forever. You know, the episodes are up forever. And and really how we have um, kind of had HSDT, my hope is that they're timeless. These are really timeless episodes. Of course, if we ask, you know, what's next for you and things like that, that can make it a little timely. Um, but the stories are really timeless. Um, and just a little fun update there. We might be welcoming some previous guests back on to hear how they're doing, uh, which I think will be really cool. So that's going to be something I am going to do. That's one of my action items. I am going to also set up a start a podcast webinar or a take flight book webinar um, that I'm going to likely have a limited number of seats for. I'm going to figure out the pricing on tickets and we are going to do a webinar. We're going to do a webinar. Let me let me know you guys if you would be more interested in how to start a podcast, a webinar that you would pay for the price of a ticket, um, or perhaps you're a recent grad and you're hoping to take flight. Um, as you guys know, I have a book called Take Flight. So we're going to set up those webinars and we're going to rock and roll with those, which I think would be really cool and just a great time to connect and further uh, brainstorm your future and your next steps, whether you're starting a podcast or perhaps you are a recent grad looking for a little bit of insight and assistance in pursuing your passions and dreams post-grad. So do let me know if you have any interest in, in either one of those. Whichever has the most interest is likely the one we will step into. And last but not least, we are going to have an HSDT collaboration this year with a product launch. I'm very excited about this. It's going to be an exclusive product launch with HSDT. Stay tuned for that. And I don't really want to get ahead of myself, but we might be doing an event as well. I'm sure events are in our future, but my main, my main action items, again, not to get ahead of myself, what's the rush? is going to be that pricing for PR companies for sponsorships and whatnot, and then setting up a webinar that'll have limited seating. So that those were my takeaways in, okay, how can I generate revenue um, quickly and effectively and really make this a business so that we can have HSDT for a very long time time. Well, you guys, the last question I will wrap with, with my guests, you guys are going to hear it on these upcoming bonus episodes is would you recommend this conference to other 
women entrepreneurs. I think you're going to hear it. I think you're going to hear it a lot. Yes, absolutely. I would recommend. It's worth the investment. It's worth the time. Uh, What a special community I have found. So I want to continue to share this community with you guys, those of you who weren't able to be at the conference. So that is why we are stepping into this mini series with other attendees. I hope that you guys enjoy. We've had so many questions and such an overwhelming curiosity uh, in the conference. I thought this would be the best way to keep the inspiration going. And I hope that by sharing it with you, all of the inspiration lives on. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. So much more to come. If you enjoyed, please do consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. And you guys, thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of How'd She Do That? I am Emily Landers. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Landers and the podcast at How'd She Do That Podcast. I hope you'll join us next Tuesday for a new episode. We will talk to you soon.